Hello and welcome to the Elfcast, the English language Elfka Beno podcast that nobody asked for. My name is David, and I have bought Elfcast for forty-four billion dollars. <laughs> really? Are we worth that much? No, but I have bought it for forty-four billion. There you go. That's the kind of uh, thing that made you one of the most, the world's most foremost billionaires. David, can I borrow eight dollars? <laughs> yes, you can. Even even to to blue tick yourself, as it were. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yes. If you if you'd like us, Sprawlcast Blue Tick, we don't have any social media, but send us eight dollars anyway. Uh, at Sprawlcast <laughs> at gmail dot com. You'll get your gmail dot com. You'll get your blue tick immediately, Mister Musk. I'm waiting for you. Indeed. My loins are girded. I don't know. <laughs> this is well. There's so many weirdos on the internet, like just so into Elon Musk. I don't know. Because like, I was I was at a thing. Like a jobs thing on Saturday, sure. and someone legitimately just like came out and said that we're just not on the same like plane of understanding as Elon Musk. So we, you know, couldn't really comprehend, you know, that inferring that there's some sort of genius thing about, you know, wiping billions off the stock market of companies with fake profiles. Now you see, I don't know a lot about Elon Musk, but that sounds like bollocks. He drinks his own piss, does he? I'm just saying that to see if <laughs> anything he... happens to our um, Twitter account. <laughs> Elon Musk, you drink piss. <laughs> um, it's uh, your beer of the podcast later, I believe. So we'll drink <laughs> piss. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. find out what that's about. That's certainly coming up. We've got uh, two and a bit games to look back on. We didn't go to Victoria Pilsen because it was midweek on a. That's 5pm, I 5 think. 5pm on a Wednesday, So yeah, yeah, we didn't do that. But we've got uh, the last three games of the season. You've got apparently either one quiz or two have, smaller quizzes. I have a quiz which you can combine into one mega quiz, or you can mega have it as two, two separate five questions. Right, we'll see what happens with that. We've got, as I said, Beer of the Podcast. We've got What's the Deal with Jessica Bidiervica. And all the fun of the fair. Coming up after this bit now. Jeske Budievitsa is a very nice town. It is. Yeah. We went there. You went there. I stayed in bed. That's, I mean, it was a fine decision. Uh, seeing as I had a nightmare start to my day. Tell me about it this. It was dreadful. Uh, have I told you about this before? You actually or not? somehow have not. Right. Okay. So my... New-ish phone. I'm still getting used to the alarm thing on there because right. sometimes if you're not careful and you set your alarm after midnight, it'll go to the next day. Uh-huh. And it, yeah, and I don't like that, obviously. So I was relatively sensible. I was in bed by about half midnight and I was like, right, I've got to be up. We were meeting. The train was at 20 to 8. We were meeting at 25 past 7. Yeah. We'd all arranged everything. And I was like, right, okay, I will set my alarm for like... 6.30, maybe 10 minutes till 27, plenty of time, have my tram at 10 past, lovely, easy. Yeah, shower, cup of tea. Exactly, yeah. Door, yeah, yeah, and you're out. The only thing that woke me up was a push notification from Cheske Drahi at 7.13, half an hour before the train, saying your train is on time. That's what woke me up. And you know that horrendous panic where you haven't missed it, yeah. but you've got about... Eight minutes to get your yeah. ass down there. Mm-hmm. It was one of those. 
So it was a, oh, fuck, sort of thing. Yeah. Leapt out of bed. Luckily, I put, like, underwear, socks, flag stuff in, yeah. like, speaker in my bag the yeah. previous evening. Is that an order of priority? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I like I like underwear, you know what I mean? Uh, and, as it were. We'll go, go into that some other time. Anyway, but... If, add us on Patreon for exclusive content. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, but basically, I threw on the first clothes that I could find, first pair of trousers I could find, yeah. just any T-shirt. Yeah. Um, didn't have time to brush my teeth or anything, obviously. Just threw toothbrush in a bag, grabbed bag, yeah. uh, threw on coat, uh, ordered a uh, Bolt car, because I was like, well, there's no tram, obviously. Um, was at the station from bed to station in nine minutes flat, which was absolutely incredible. Got there, met up with everyone looking like an absolute state, you know, stinking well, wild hair, you know. Like how I usually turn yeah. up for away games, yeah. And then it was like, oh, man, okay, so we've still got 15 minutes to train. I need breakfast and I need water. Oh, shit. Wallet's in my other trousers, isn't it? So I didn't have my wallet with me. Ooh, so that um... was worse. And luckily, I did have my phone on me because I'd had it in my hand to order the Bolt. So I still uh-huh. had the train tickets on my app and that... I had the hotel booking in my email. Oh, that's so lucky. It's incredibly lucky. But basically, for the rest of the trip, it was like, lads, help me out here. Fraser, is... Fraser lent me a 1000 Alex made up the, like, like paid the thing for the hotel and uh-huh. such. So I paid him back because obviously everyone had paid me for that. But yeah, it yeah. was a... But once you're on the train, it's like, well, it is what it is then, I guess. But my God, the panic. It was horrendous. Anyway, talking of panic, we conceded three goals quite <laughs> quite happily Yes. in that game. So, yeah. Um, did you see any of the highlights at all? I or? did, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, would you just... Can I, shall I just read my the first bullet point I have? Sure. I only have a couple of bullet points. And um, all I have is just, oh, look, unmarked header. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, How many times has this happened? When will they learn? I've just written very reminiscent of Yablonets, which it was. A lot of possession, no creativity, Ali trying far too hard again. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely crap in the first half. Uh, Sladky absolutely running things for Chebe. And by the way, we did lose 3-2 for Cheska Bidiewicz's first home win of the campaign. Yep. But this is yeah. this is just always just happens like this. I mean, it, it was ever thus. Are you on a bad run? Zbrovka Brno roll into town. It was the same again. It was actually the same with Yablonets. Uh, yeah, it was. I, I yeah, believe, yeah, you know that that sort of thing. We just uh, have a real knack of being able to gift struggling teams. Yeah, having been very good away against good teams, away against teams in dreadful runs. Of- Runs a former absolutely gifting things to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were we were actually very lucky to go in only 1-0 down. Um, um, they had a couple of very good chances. It was um, Lukas Havel in the end, again, as you say, unmarked header from a sort of a, a dinked cross from, from that man, Sladky. Um, the second half begins with a really nice finish from Shevchik, actually, yeah. to make it 1-1. Ali has a penalty shout turned down, wasn't a penalty. Uh-huh. Um, it From our vantage point, ways away in that sort of top side of the away end, it looked like a penalty, but 
it went to VAR and yeah, he just overran it a bit. Okay. Um, actually, I think he overran it and then the recovering defender got a touch on it. So it went out of a corner, uh-huh. which was fair. And then we looked in the ascendancy between a bit of, and then there was a bit of a nothing cross finding Hlavitzer in two minds about hooking it away, who ends up just bundling it into his own net. Yeah, I actually thought so, that, that was, in terms of the goals that we sort of concede from a poor defensive standpoint, I actually did chalk that one down to actually just bad luck because it I really, think it was, yeah. people were in the right position for a change to be able to deal with yeah. something like this. And actually, in the first half, he'd hooked almost the exact thing brilliantly away uh-huh. as well. Yeah. So, like, he... he he had clearly had form in the game in this. He just misjudged it. Yeah. As you say, Like it was just bad luck, I yeah. think. Also, just before I forget, congratulations as well to the Klavitzes on the birth of yes. their uh, son. Yeah, lovely stuff. That was on uh, Zorovka's social media page the other day. Yeah. So Vin- yeah, Vincent. Yeah, Vincent. So I'm not going to do the... Uh, I'm starry, not starry yeah, night! I wasn't going to do that joke. <laughs> good. Um, yeah, good thing none of us did. Um, Resnicek has a wonderful half-overhead kick chalk... Chalked off offside how? Yeah, I don't know how, because I watched this and I was, I'll be honest with you, I was watching the highlights of this on my phone without any of the sound on because I was skiving at work. If you're listening from <laughs> my work, I wasn't. I'm just saying that for colour. But when I was watching in the office, um, no, I thought it was to- looked totally fine. Yeah. I mean, how can he be offside when he's in front of the defender? Yeah. And, and he's, <laughs> well, he's... He's, he's basically pushing the centre-half towards the centre-half's goal was to that, get... Was that the official call? Was for offside? It was offside, yeah. Yeah, but he's pushing the centre-half backwards to get into a position to do his overhead I kick. just assumed it was a foul on the defender. No, like... no on the, there was, they, they actually used the big VAR screens in the stadium to give the result, and it was offside. It's absolute madness. Are we going? Uh, is this is, is this uh, is this an unwelcome return to VAR Sproyovka of two seasons ago? I, I think it might be. Oh, no. Anyway, um, let's call it off now, boys. Uh, let's not go. Let's not go back in February. Yeah. Um, uh, Havitzer concedes a again a VAR assisted penalty. I looked at this and I, I think in the strictest strictest letter of the law. Yeah. It's a bit of a high elbow, but it's not. Your other guy's got his elbows going up. It's a 50-50. It, 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 it seemed a bit picky Yeah, to me. Anyway, VAR chat is dull. It's a penalty no matter what. Jakob Hora does actually bring an ah from the pit side mics out of Berkovets, who is again agonizingly again, close, close to the penalty. Yeah, you he just, is reading these things very well. I've actually, however, watched his last few penalties back after that. And I'm torn between, is he very, very close to people because he's very good at moving at the last second, or is he failing to save any because that last second move is just a little bit too slow? I've not thought of it in that And I can't quite work it out because he seems to be reacting to the kicker. He's He's just a split second too slow on it because he's so close every time. Yeah. And he's just, he's not quite fast enough. But yeah, that's, you know, that's well, to another story. To be honest, story. I don't want to be given in practice, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, this is the yeah. thing. Like, we um, are getting to that point where we look like we are just conceding a bunch of penalties. Now. Yeah. But anyway, that takes it to 3-1. And uh, although there's a looping Yudika Texel header that brings it back to 3-2, that's sort of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a fun game to watch. 
Yeah. It was really entertaining to be there. Uh, decent crowd of Sprojavatsi, I would say, ooh, I don't know, 100 maybe, that, 80, 100. It's decent. 100 is excellent for, uh, the, you know, for it being in Budjavica. Yeah. There was a very sweet moment, actually, because there, the uh, uh, megaphone ran out of batteries uh-huh. halfway through the first half, and they clearly sent somebody out to the Lidl to get some batteries yeah. <laughs> during the game. And at halftime, they wanted to check whether it was working again. Mm-hmm. So they turned it on, feedback, yeah. beep, etc. And uh, one of the guys grabbed the megaphone and started singing. I'm not sure why they've adopted this or why they like this, but the Lizzie's in a box, yes. in a box, Lizzie's in a box. And then stopped, looked up at us yeah. in a kind of, is this okay? We kind of went, eh, and they went, hey! <laughs> we have to we have to check with the Brits first to make sure this is okay. It was it was quite sweet. But yeah, we oh, we oh, we joined in. Quite sweet with the death of the monarch. <laughs> I don't know, like I just I just you know if I was there I'd be done with him. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. It's just it's just bants now. Um yeah, uh that was it really. Really empty ground is the other thing that I've written down. Okay. Uh yeah, I think this is because of their Home Incredibly bad home record right now, yeah. but uh, yeah, but there we go. Well, we've put Peter that, haven't we? Yeah. All in all, fun trip, bad result, decent game though, entertaining, and yeah. end-to-end stuff. Yeah. How um, how was the evening? Well, we can get into that when we look at what the deal is with Cheska Bidervitsa. The evening in Cheska Bidervitsa was very, very good. Uh, it's a long day, as you know, it's a long train ride, yeah. four and a bit hours, four hours, 20 or something. But we got there, discovered the entire place was basically closed for lunch. We had to hack around until we went to the place you always go to, the only restaurant that's open, that big long one. Uh-huh. With the boudoir. Yeah. Beer. It's good, to be fair. It is. Uh, we managed to uh, cram five of us around a very small table, which sure. was fine, and got stuck into the regulation goulash, switch cover, ribs, etc. Uh-huh. Uh, with with uh, the pints. And uh, low, it was good. Then, yeah, went to the game, wandered down to the game. Game, as we said, was decent. And then we went to a couple of places for various beers on the way back. We went to the... Uh, the Iron Lady one oh, by the good. side of the river, uh, the old like wooden interior one for some cherry beers. Yeah. Then we went back via the Budvar place. We found a place doing uh, Pulzen. We stayed there for a bit, and it was at that point where Liam, bless him, decided he needed basically carrying back <laughs> to the hotel uh, where we stayed. It was a it was a nice enough hotel. Like got really cheap deal. There was space enough for all five of us yeah. in the in the place. It was good. Um. Are you a fan? Are you a fan of Chebe? Having I been, like, I like, I like, I like Cheska Borovica. Yeah, I. Right. I mean, I like it, and I have a good time there. I'm just not entirely convinced. I like it enough to put the legwork in to get there. If you know what I mean. Sure. I mean, I think uh, of the people we went with. So it was uh, it was me, Ben, Liam. Uh, Fraser and Alex, who came up on the train from Linz, yes. I think, to meet us there, and then came back to Bono and then up to Prague. It was a hell of a weekend of yeah, travelling for him. Right. Uh, yeah, and thanks for picking up the hotel bill there, Alex. Um, 
it's it's a nice place to go for the first time. You know, it's the, you know big sort of you know 16th century square, and so uh, capital of South Bohemia. Uh, if you didn't know, it's got about ninety five thousand people. Home, as we said, to the Budvar Brewery. And it's built on a bunch of islands on the Vultava and the surrounding areas, like a marine nature reserve. There's all ponds and rivers and stuff. And it's all it's all very pretty. It's all very nice. Um, yeah, 16th century square. There's a Dominican convent, Gothic sort of fortifications and stuff. So, yeah, it's a it's a perfectly pleasant place to spend a weekend. So that bridge that smells of piss. Uh, it's got an alley that smells of piss, I think you'll find. I thought there was a bridge as well. No, piss alley. Piss Alley. Piss Alley, yeah. The fam- <sighs> the famous local landmark. I'm sure there was a bridge that smelled weird as well. Or maybe that was just that's because... Just, uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Just, that's just the fish, yeah. maybe. Um, you want some uh, local sort of luminaries? Yes, please. You've got Vladimir Remek. He was the first non-Russian or American in space. Oh, okay. Yeah, he went... Oh, was, on... he not, was he not... Uh, did he not become a... Parliamentarian later on was he not an MEP? They also wheeled him out uh, in support of Babish's initial election campaign because of his like you know Russian looking. Hey, we worked with the Russians well once he in was, 1986. Wouldn't that be good again? I remember he became an MEP and he's just like a proper unrepented communist. Yeah. if I recall. Yeah, yeah. You know they gave him a trip in Soyuz, so that's nice, isn't it? Uh, he was also an answer to a uh, pub quiz question in Portland, in which I was the only one to get it right. Really? Obviously, because nobody else has ever heard of Vladimir Remek ever. Lovely. So, yeah. I'd have got, it was a bonus. I'd have got 10 points for that if I had been taking part, but I was just sitting on the bar. Not uh. on the bar, obviously. Um, you've also got Carol Roden, okay. the acting chap. Okay. And a massive swathe of hockeyists and oh. footballers. Sure. Including David Lafata and Yuri Kladrubsky. Okay, they're all yeah. from Cheska Vidavitsa. Yeah. Thanks very much for not making that very hockey heavy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've never heard <laughs> of any Because I wouldn't of them, have heard of so, them, yeah. no. uh, I've got some music from Cheska Vidavitsa. <laughs> Hit me. They're called Amazing Whores. <sighs> what type of music do you think this is, Sam? All right, do I get three guesses? No. No, okay, there's some sort of awful rock with, I'm going to guess, Shay Sky influences. No. Okay, is it rap then? No, it's metal. Oh. But very like um very kind of like like rigid drum you know, double foot pedal drum machine uh-huh. metal. Uh I I'm not using the song How I Mess Your Mother. <laughs> to be fair, that's that's <laughs> that's yeah, fair, you've got something to put your hands up and say fair play, haven't you? That is how I mess your mother. Yeah, yeah okay, that's that, that gets that gets a pass from me. <laughs> Uh, instead, we're going with Mordor, which is seemingly a song made up of lines from Lord of the Ring memes. Oh, okay. I, I, thought, I thought that was going to be a Taggart reference. <laughs> <laughs> Mordor. Yeah. Alas, but no. We've ama- got amazing horse. Yeah, we've How got sweet the sound. <laughs> <laughs> we've got this. Full of Sorrow Mouse 
Yes. Can we just move on? Not for you, Jeff. No. No, no, no. no. Not, not, I mean, my... I mean, I don't dislike all metal, but there's just a very specific sort of metal that, that I like. And it's that type, isn't it? No, that you dislike, and it's that type. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Like, that is just, I mean, ten a penny in this country. Oh, yeah, sort of yeah. Stuff. yeah, it is, and absolutely. It's always got weird nerd... Th- it's either weird nerd themes or scat. That's all That's all the lyrical content of that sort of metal, at least in this country. Mm-hmm. No, just, uh, away. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I, I just, you know, on the record, I absolutely agree with you, by the way. I seem to have been talking a lot, so give me a quiz. Okay. It's quiz time. David, it's, it's it's my turn to put Yay. you through your paces for for a change. I haven't been paced for a while. Yes, so, that's so nice, isn't it? hopefully this won't uh, this won't fall flat on its are. So I have a quiz. We'll split it into two parts. I think that's okay. the way things are going, um, because obviously, as I'm sure everybody who's listening to the podcast is aware, there is a very significant event in the football calendar which is coming up, which is of course. Uh, the uh, return of Mylont after their MCA versus MCB catastrophe. Absolutely. So this is five <laughs> questions on the upcoming cup game with Teplitza. Right. Uh, no, it's not. It's about the uh, the World Cup, which is for reasons, um, well, that have been the, gone into... The Human Rights World Cup. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So question one, how many injuries... No, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So here we go. These, I would say, are rather... Vanilla, and then I think okay. the, the second part is a bit more interesting. All right. Okay, so question one, David. By the way, I've d- I I have done no looking into the World Cup at all, mainly because I've never been less excited about a tournament. Okay, I mean, I would I I had that in mind, and I <laughs> thought therefore that, that there would you you will have a chance or a, a puncher's okay. chance and all, all right. this. I'm not going to I'm not going hyper specific, but we will start with uh, how many players in the Czech league system are in a World Cup squad, and I'll give you Oof. let's say one either way. In the in the Czech league system, yes, are in a World Cup squad. Yes. Right. Oh crikey! I'm going to say with no real reasoning to it. I'm going to say six. Okay. Um, it, I'm pretty sure this is correct because I did have a look at this in a rush. So if any listeners um, pick up on this um, and, I'm ter- and I've accidentally made a mistake, please let me know. But as far as I'm aware, zero. Right. Okay. I'm just thinking of probably... Like, I was thinking of players from African nations who probably actually haven't qualified. I just can't remember any of the African nations that are going. Yeah. Okay. And like... Like sort of Eastern European nations that also haven't qualified, yeah. And I can't think of any Eastern European or, nations who are going. We're or, quite we're quite heavy on that. We will we will have to wait for another World Cup cycle to see the likes of John Mosquera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah I yeah I just yeah because basically I can't remember any other. In fact, I had to look up whether Victor Djokovic would be going because I didn't know whether Sweden had qualified or yeah. not. I I literally do not care about this entire tournament. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
this is, this is absolutely going to go brilliantly. I'm this sure. is this is perhaps be misjudged, listener. <laughs> Another one on squads, I'm afraid. Um, okay, but this one, I think, if you, but again, you, you this is a bit of working out. Mm-hmm. So, dead air ahoy. Um, two World Cup squads. Right. This um, this cycle are comprised of players entirely from their domestic league setup. Which two countries? Would you like a clue? I'd love a clue. They're both from the same confederation. Okay. I think if you get one, you might get the other. Again, doesn't help. Okay. They're both from the AFC. It's not Australia. Nope. No, half of, uh, half of Scotland seems to be playing for, yeah. uh, for Australia. It won't be Japan, because they've got those lads at Celtic, who I assume are in there. Uh, only one of them, actually, but yeah. It won't be yeah. South Korea, because of Hermine Song. I'm not a clue. Okay, so the, the first is the hosts, Qatar. They're, are they in it? What? Come on. And, and they're completely from... They're completely from the Qatari leagues. And, and um, the second is uh, Saudi Arabia. Fuck's sake, okay. You know what, David? This is giving me immeasurable pleasure. Because the <laughs> yeah. amount of times I sit here going, yeah. you know, and getting what? <laughs> On playback, reasonably fair questions, completely wrong. <laughs> Let me just bask for a moment in this glory. Um, que- bask away. <laughs> question three. We've talked a lot about how the squads. Um, yeah, we've talked <laughs> the squads. Um, we've we've talked a lot about the game. <laughs> That's bribery. Well, so the first round of the um, so the final round of the bidding process for the twenty twenty two World Cup was obviously massively corrupt, and Qatar won with fourteen votes to eight over which other bid? Was it us? Was it England? The United States of America. United States. Well, they've got the next one, along with yes. Mexico and Canada, so that's nice. It's a happy olive branch <laughs> well, for, yeah. for that, for sure. Um, that one I'm genuinely looking forward to. That could be I a laugh. I think that'll be a right laugh. That could be yeah. a laugh, and let's hope, let's hope, I guess, all hopes is going to be in the summer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Question four, we're almost there. Um, again, this is not looking good for you, David. Um, which team in this year's World Cup are the lowest ranked according to official rankings? Is it a team we've already mentioned? No. Is it Ecuador? Ecuador! It's not Ecuador. Is it... I'm just going to guess and then edit in the right answer. Okay. Uh, is it Saudi Arabia? This is not Saudi Arabia. Is It's a surprising one, I thought, actually. Is it Canada? No. Is it? it? <laughs> uh, what I would say about this, it, it, it's it's a country that I usually expect to get to the World Cup, and I think that they are a, a World Cup team, basically. All right. Is it Serbia? They are an African team. Is it Senegal? It is the Black Stars. It's Ghana. <laughs> okay. So I just thought I'd just put you out of your misery here. Um, and the final one, I think that you'll get. I think that you'll get. <laughs> no pressure. So 
Um, or at least you'll get one of them, I think. So what makes a good World Cup, David, generally? Uh, kits. Kits and lots of goals, I would say. And good stadiums. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Atmospheric saying, hey, bring on the next Euros in Germany. Yeah, so goals. Uh, <laughs> which, which two World Cups had the most goals? Which two World Cups had they the most goals? Both are, they're tied on 171. Ooh, crikey. Okay, quick clue. Is it, is it within... Uh, are they within my lifetime? Or is one of them within my lifetime? Yes. Well, I mean, I, I'm going by most goals, not goals per get or goals, well, you know, working it out like that. I'm just going on pure goals because a lot of the, a lot of the ones before our lifetimes were in a different format with less groups. Sure. So, yeah. Fewer groups. <laughs> um, okay, so both of them in my lifetime. It's not Italia 90. It's definitely not Italia 90. rubbish. I don't think it's USA 94. It's not USA 94. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Probably, probably... Diana Ross couldn't even score in there. true, yeah. <laughs> so probably... Is it when it will have expanded, I assume, to more teams? So... Germany 2006? Close, but no cigar. South Africa? No. <laughs> so I don't know why the pause there. Oh, I don't fucking know. Brazil 2014. Brazil 2014. And go. the other one was one of my favourite World Cups. France 98. France 98. Nice. Yes. So, yeah, you, weirdly, I was going to say France 98 straight away, but for some reason, I thought it was too obvious. How am I second guessing yeah. myself after getting four questions wrong? Five Incredible. questions wrong. We'll give you, yes. we'll give you, we'll, we'll give you a pity point for for five because you did eventually get to the right answer. <laughs> Thank you. But you know, Good Apu, Christ. Apu, now you know how it feels. <laughs> JPEG yeah. coming at you here. Good lord! So if you if you enjoyed that, well, boy, have you got another five waiting for you later oh, on? Bloody hell! Uh, okay, talking of things that we know very little about, Victoria pulls in away. Yes. Right, shall we get Victoria Poulsen out of the way and done? Yeah, let's just go straight into it. So, yeah, Victoria Poulsen, four, Zborovka Bruno, nil. Mm-hmm. Um, not really much to report on this game. Just, I mean, the tale of, you know, sort of a, the tape will show, you know, four nil and obviously a dominating performance by Pilsen, which is a little bit uh, unfair on um, Shimon in the uh, in the Shimon, Shimon yeah. even I think Shimon Shimon yeah. Shimon even yeah uh, absolutely earning his goal. money coming in there yeah um, and you know if you're a keeper you'd be raging because with the uh, the fourth goal accepted three goals which were utterly utterly preventable yeah. from a defensive perspective utter incompetence um, uh, should I attempt what looks like a fairly easy header straight back to Shimon misjudges it completely and it goes straight to your centre forward who has an easy yeah. finish. Second one. Uh was it not one of these over the was it not over the top again or, yeah. so, or some sort or some such? Um nobody in their in the right place. Yeah. Third I mean third goal is just Endel just like absolutely taken out Mosquera. Marooned and just yeah, hacking down Mosquera for a penalty. For a penalty. 
And the fourth, uh, yeah, icing, icing on that particular cake. Yes. And Dio uh, with a absolute pile driver from about 25 a, yards. A thunder bastard, yeah. I believe the, uh, the yeah. correct term is. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah. Shuan versus Paul Zen, uh, nil four, unfortunately. Yeah, the uh, it's sort of one of these ones where if it's played in match week four when they're on a little bit of a dicey run, perhaps you get something out of that, confidence being sky high and such. But Pilsen are just so much better. Um, yeah. Well, last two results accepted. Well, I mean, once they were 1-0 up, they were just taking 25 yarders for fun. Yeah. Weren't they? Just absolutely running rings around it. You you actually called it earlier, didn't you? You said the only highlight we're going to get is, you know, are we are we even going to get into their penalty box on the highlights? Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, just are we even going to get in their half, I think, is the <laughs> thing. I mean, there were a couple of chances. We got the pity highlights. In the sense of, you know, the two furries forward and, oh, you know, just if you get the rub of the green the next time, maybe you get it on target. But, yeah, not to be expected, though, I think, is what I would say there. Yeah. I think um, we're expected to go and lose to Victoria Pilsen. We are collecting four nils, though, with the, with the big clubs, aren't we? Mm. At Sparta, Slavia and, um, and Pilsen. Yeah, true. Uh, being on the end of four nil reversals. And that's not helping what is already a very poor goal difference, mm. um, you know, for a team in our position, frankly. Indeed. And we'll talk yeah. more about that, I think, in the Sigma highlights. But, yeah, I mean, f- just five o'clock on a Wednesday, I understand why it's had to be done at that time. Well, maybe not that time, but on that day. But really just, you know, one that you just have to move on and hope it doesn't affect you too much going down the line. Absolutely. Um if you can think of something that might affect you either way, we've uh, we've got them right now. We've got Hustle Knots coming up right now. Hier ist ein heißes, hier ist ein nicht. Hier sind die Themen, das wir diskutieren. Meine Ideen, einige von ihnen. Heiß oder nicht, jetzt ist es so weit. Sing mit mir ein kleines Lied. A bit of a nod to Cheski Budevitz from their previous German-speaking population there. Did you enjoy that? I did, well, your rousing rendition of Eurovision winner, Ein bisschen Frieden. That's right, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I'll, I'll I was be, pleased with that. I'll be honest, not what I was expecting to come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> when you started with the, what key is this? I wasn't sure where this was going. but I don't even yeah. think that is right, but I have to be somewhere vaguely right. So, yeah, <laughs> pleased with that. Good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you. Um, I've got one of each as a traditional. I will start you with a hot. Go on. And it's I get I can now say my own Portland Thorns winning the NWSL trophy. They they beat Kansas City Current, which is an odd name for a team. Kansas City Current two 0 So that's nice. Kansas City Current is in as an electrical current, not as in the no uh, as in a raisin as in of black. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, congratulations to them. You know, I'm I, I'm very glad that, insert name over the edit, is our keeper. Yes. Which still sounds still like the, worst, you, the worst chant I've ever heard. Uh, it was goals from Sophia Smith and an own goal by uh, Casey's Addison Merrick. Um, I was looking into uh, Sophia Smith. She's also the league's MVP for this year. Uh, so that's nice. 
uh, scoring 18 in 25, which is a good uh-huh. ratio. But uh, she also got 11 in 17 for the national side. She, she got a call up last year, but this is the year she's really come international side. Okay. And also, looking into her stats, she's only 22. But absolutely spot on statistics for somebody growing into their role as a number nine. Okay. She's only been with the Thorns for three seasons, and it's one in seven in her first season, you know, coming in, you know, playing as a sub, one in seven, then nine in twenty six, then eighteen in twenty five. This is okay. this is the perfect trajectory of goals to yeah. start as you sort of become your sort of so you know, focal point for your team. Yeah. Good. There you go. Yeah. Uh, have you got something? It's that time of the year, David. So my hot is mascots. <laughs> Yay! So um, I just wanted to give a very quick shout out to some of the good mascots this year, observing the minute silence. For We, uh, did, we did enjoy looking at this on the tram on the way back from the yeah, game. Didn't I, we? It was very I can't good remember what he's called. I believe he's called something like the Merry Mariner from like Grimsby Town. Right. He's, um, that was a particular highlight. But what I wanted to um, also add on to this and... Very important in mascot news. You know how much I enjoy mascots. Is do you know um, the um, unless you've seen it on social media, I'll be surprised if you do. The mascot for basketball Bundesliga side Chemnitzer Niners. No. Okay. Um, so uh, during the uh, DDR, uh, Chemnitz was known, of course, as. Oh, it was. Oh, what's... Oh, Christ. Um, ah! It's right it's in my tongue. Go on. Karl Marx. Karl Marx. Thank you. So, it would be strange if, you know, this basketball team had a giant Karl it's Marx. It's Karl Marx, isn't it? It is Karl Marx. <laughs> so, um, yeah. By far the best news that I've, um, I've heard, frankly, this year... <laughs> So it is, is Karl Marx, and I will show you it during a break because I don't uh-huh. want to be on dead air. But it's if you haven't also seen this listener, a few minutes of your time just to really enjoy it, uh, because mascots make the game, whatever sport. Who is it? Chemnitzer 09 basketball team. Chemnitzer Niners, I believe they're called. Chemnitzer Niners, okay, good. Yes, I can confirm it is the, it is the um or or Niners Chemnitz the 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 other um, the other way. So, uh, I don't know much about um basketball in but you, Germany. But you know what you like. I do, and and, it's it, a giant, and that's absolutely and what it's I a, like. And it's a a giant Karl Marx head on a regular man's body. <laughs> it's look, incredible. The best thing about it is that he does. Yes, he does look like Karl Marx. But do you not think he looks a little bit more like Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees? He does look quite a lot like Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees. I. So yeah, yeah. good, uh, good on you. Yeah, lovely yeah. stuff. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Give me a nod. Uh, my knot is Mlada Boleslav. Tweeting a graphic of Yuri Skalak dressed as a knight with badly photoshopped blood on his face. And the caption, Conquerors of the North. We've beaten all three teams from the North in the first half of the season. That's not a thing. Why are you trying to make that a thing? Basically, they've beaten Liberets, Yablonets and Teplitze and are now Conquerors of the North with a badly photoshopped Yuri Skalak in knight's armour. Rubbish. I mean, I'm 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 sure their five followers, you know, got really upset at you know the the poor photoshopping work on it. Weirdly, uh, their um Twitter, um, handle badge thing also added a poppy to it over 
Okay. The, uh, armistice weekend. I, I mean, also a thing here. Oh, is it? Yes, for right, because um, okay. you do every so often see it here. There was actually um, uh, uh, sort of a big, um, not collection, but sort of like info cards up on um, Moravska Namiesti. Right, the, okay. Uh, running up um, to the, the 11th last week, because it's also worn by people to commemorate Czech soldiers that lost. Right, uh, okay. Uh, fighting, you know, mostly fighting for Austria-Hungary, actually, but mm. uh, yeah. there you go. Okay, fair enough. Uh, do you have a knot? Yes, and running with the, the theme, David, my knot is the World Cup. Okay, fair. Now, the World Cup is one of the things that I enjoy very much in football. It's a, it's a whole celebration. It is, you know, three games a day, at least. Yeah, lovely. Awesome. You just got the pub. What And we have, in the past, gone to the pub and just watched all the games in a day, and it's been brilliant. I'm not going to moralise about this, right? Because I think it's been done, you know, by much sure. better people than I. And I think that, you know, fans have come out and, you know, you know, said their bet and other people and so on. Um, frankly, I think this whole thing about, you know, sort of everyone saying, you know, let's leave the politics out of it and, you know, don't discuss that is, you know, is, is, is a bit of a joke. And is FIFA trying to save itself after making what I think everyone at FIFA knows is a dreadful mistake. But my thing is that, I, it it just doesn't work for me. It, it's a summer thing. It's a summer thing. Your, Nash, your domestic league's finished. You know, you've got all this sort of time. And it, it, it's a sort of a focal point of the summer when it's on. You have the big screens outside or, you, you know, you have it, you know, uh, out in the, you know, the TVs outside in the pub, beer gardens, all that sort of stuff. It feels to me like a big summer event where everyone is going out sure. for it. And where it's going to be like, like this is is just not going to to be right. You know, a lot of it's you know, especially because of the slight time difference, I'd say between your know, Qatar and here. Uh, you know, it, a lot will be done in work, and uh, won't be there won't be the later games that you usually get with um, uh, World Cups. You know, uh, at least in Europe. But it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel good for me. No, I just not in, not really into it at all. No, will I watch almost all of the games? I'll try to, but best of luck to Iran. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, are you going to watch any live football when you're back in the UK at Christmas? No idea. Oh, okay. Because it's English football. I'm going to yeah, try and get um, uh, at least night and town in if they still oh, yeah. exist. I don't know. Or maybe, uh, you know, Pristine St. Andrews, yeah. the confusingly named. Uh, yeah, I've not had a proper look into it. I'm going to have a look uh, at some point when I have a moment, basically, because I'm going to Pontyland, uh, where Hannah's parents live now. Right. Uh, or Hannah's mom and her stepdad live. And, you know, that is essentially a suburb of Newcastle, really. I have no interest in going to watch Newcastle United. So, uh, and no interest in paying for, you know, the sky high prices of the Premier League to watch Newcastle United. So I don't know. I think I might be close to places like Blythe Spartans, question mark. I'm not entirely sure. Certainly close to, well, the obvious one, which is Gateshead. Mm -hmm. But, so we'll see what's available. I mean, I might need it just as a bit of a get away from everybody. Yeah. Sort of thing. (laughs) So we'll see. But we'll report back if so. Okay. Uh, right, that was hot or not, and it's time for would you like beer of the podcast or more quids? Up to you this time. Right, beer of the podcast it is then. I feel I need it before the second half of this quiz.
dramatic well, I think I've winded <laughs> myself me. good so, yeah that was fun yeah, yeah. Do, do I, I don't know if I have the lung capacity to, to do that again uh, my pick this time around and very I have gone with this interesting yeah. beer so this is uh, from uh, Roast uh, Prague Roast. Brewery and this is their black currant vanilla smoothie wow pastry sour ale sounds lovely 15 degrees 4.5% uh-huh. uh, ABV, and it has a blurb on the back. Oh, good. Un- unmistakable taste of black currant, black currant, two right. words, um, light fresh acidity and creamy sweetness, the ideal combination for a hot summer. Well, it's mid-November, so... I'm trying, trying desperately to get into the World Cup mood, David. <laughs> Um, oh, this is, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued about this because this was expensive. This cost 137 crowns just for the can. For a half litre can. So, well, you know, you're you know, making a bit of money now. So, I'm just, you know, I'm just <laughs> loads and loads of money. So, but I, no, I looked at it and I saw, I, I, the first thing I saw was smoothie. And I thought, why is a beer shop selling smoothies? And then realized that, yeah, obviously it's a beer. Idiot. Where did you get this? Uh, I got it from uh, Modre Leva. Oh, okay. So the beer shop beside my work. Mm. Um, because yes, I did. I did remember, but I went in during my lunch break to see if there's anything good. So I went for this one. Well, and yeah. I, be- I believe there's a series of them. I think there's some sort of strawberry smoothie one as well okay. or something like that. So if this goes well, then we may see this in a further episode. God, it smells of vanilla. It does. It smells really vanilla-y. Because I saw pastry it smells really. As well. It smells really thick. It smells quite heavy. It's sort of cakey. If this yeah. is anything like that bloody blueberry muffin one, we're onto a winner here. Because I, I saw pastry sour ale and I immediately thought, mind that blueberry muffin beer. Yeah. So let's anyway, see. Let's, let's go. Oh, I like that. I really like that. After the it, after the initial oddness, because obviously it clashes with what I've been drinking previously, that bloody delicious. It's got a really custardy sort of finish. That's really it? nice, that's man. That's bad. that's lovely. Because the first thing you get is you get that fresh acidity, and then yeah. it sort of goes away. This is now leading a bit to a theory that I've got. Oh yeah, which is beer is now turning into vaping <laughs> because. <laughs> Vapes now, because back in the day you used to get vapes and it was always just menthol or tobacco. And then they started doing all this sort of stuff where it's like apple custard cream tart pie, you know, nutty on the exhale sort of stuff like this. And beer seems to be doing this now, especially in this sphere of like sours and... Because um, also, if it didn't, if it didn't have the fizz to it, it would just taste like a smoothie. Yeah. It's got yeah, that's true. It is a smoothie thing. It's got it's, it's almost got a crumble thing about it in the back of my mind. It's like a dessert. It's a dessert beer, you know. It's odd and it's delicious. I'm for it. That's worth the money, actually. Oh, you know, it's an expensive great. can, but if you're gonna have one, 
you yeah. know, on a Saturday night after you've been just hitting the laggers or whatever, that yeah. is, that's, yeah, sorry, a, that's a really, yeah, that's a, that's a really good way of putting it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a come down treat yeah. beer. If you want something to see you right at the end of an evening, yeah. that's an absolute shoe in. You know what the big danger is as well, David, What's like, because it is, it is expensive. It's more, exp you know, it's about four times how much you would pay for just a normal kind sure. of beer. I can I can so see myself going through a number of those on a train to an away game somewhere because <laughs> yeah. I can't get into beer as quickly as you can of a morning. <laughs> so maybe, <laughs> maybe that's a good oh, thing. That sounds dreadful, but it's true. But yeah, that's, a, uh, that's where that's where the yeah, uh, because, the, old, the old Carlin's long drinks come in. Yeah, well, this is it—the long drinks and, and and the dark fruit cider is usually what gets me through. But. Yeah, I could just see myself just very happy, happily going on those, and then realizing that I've just blown through like yeah, five hundred like crowns in an crowns, hour. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, yeah, successful. well done, lovely, lovely find. That was yeah, excellent stuff. All right, let's talk a little bit about Sigma Olimarks. I suppose we should. Olamuts, Olamuts, would they make us fandango? Yes, they certainly would. We were not very good. That rhymes. Hooray. Yeah. Um, I've, so I've, <laughs> no, I'm having this thing, right? Because really, I've got quite strong feelings about this match. And I know that we're, I'm looking as well at the time, mm. you know, that we have. And I know I'm going to say things. And I think maybe a lot of these can be saved for the next podcast where we maybe go through some stuff. So I'm going to try and be economical with my words. Yeah, we should we should mention right now we are going to do an off-season one in maybe two or three weeks, basically summing up what we think of the first half of the season so far. Uh, looking back on a couple of things, we're going to talk about the uh, stadium ownership uh, or the old stadium ownership dispute and such and such. So, uh, yeah, we will be doing a couple on the off-season as well. So, yeah. But yeah, this is a curious game because like this is for me perhaps the most Sprovka performance. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually struggling to find how to term this, but like I I think usually right, you know we talk about games and obviously it's a lot based on a number of things. It's, you know obviously based on the players and, and things like that. But a lot of the time it often feels like what Sprovka team turns up, and. In this game, you know, right, sorry, I'm going to walk it back even further because we're usually in games like this either, you know, terrible or really great. I've never seen us simultaneously be fantastic and absolute <laughs> shit at the same That's time. Good, yeah. It was, it was just, it was a baffling game um, and baffling about how we have been able to get to this point with the squad and with the resources that actually we have. And let's be real here, of course, even though we have come up from the second division in Czech football, we are by no means like the team that's struggling the most financially oh, God, in this yeah. league. Um, we have set ourselves up at the start of the season, I think, to you know avoid relegation and give it a good go. Compared with two seasons ago, I think we are giving it a good go. Yeah. And to see this now, you know, the wheels coming off of this... Or actually seeing more clearly where the priorities of the management team lie is really quite something to behold. Mm. If you don't know, by the way, the, the, the score is Zbrojovka Brno 2, Sigma Olomouc 3, where um, Zbrojovka um, 
came behind, uh, came back twice, and um, again to concede, concede a dreadful goal late towards the end, yeah. and um, really sort of undo what was a performance that I would say was at least worthy of a point. Certainly, in spells where I thought to be to be quite honest, for at least an hour out of the game, Zbrojovka I felt were comfortably, and I actually I'm going to be really clear about this comfortably the better team mm-hmm. and what has happened yet again is that we have a complete lack of awareness in terms of the back four a back four which let's be clear we're now halfway through the season and they don't seem to know each other yeah um they should not because they're getting switched around because we actually don't have the cater at the back to do that effectively yeah, anyway we- I mean, also, they should know each other because we have four positions to fill and we have six people to do it. Yes. You, um, should, <laughs> you, you should be aware I, of each other by now. I will, I will say one thing. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the reason... Uh, uh, well, actually, this is this is a good point. Hlavica wasn't sent off for that challenge against Pilsen, was no. he? So, because um, Hlavica, I believe, had, the, um, had the, the time off as he should because this was around the birth of his... That's right, yeah. ...son. So that's... That's you know, fine. That's absolutely fine. But we have got a real problem in terms of the centre backs and actually the um, the wide backs as well. I'm trying to I'm now I'm trying to put a positive spin on this and I'm trying to actually think out of the defenders that we have who I'd actually keep. Um, I think I would keep Rabina. Is that it? Honestly, think <laughs> Rabina and Jan Hlavica. and Jan Hlavica not. Possibly as a first team player, he he's had a couple of howlers recently, but he has been a lot more solid. The most disappointing player in our whole squad this whole season, in my opinion, has been Lukas Endel. Um, he's had so much promise. I, I see every single game him switching off, him not knowing his position, and he is young, and I think he will at some point come good. Um, I think waiting for him to come good currently with us is now taking a massive risk because I think that actions that he takes on the pitch, him and Shural when Shural is playing, are now actually actively costing us points. Oh yeah, and absolutely, yeah. Possibly, if things go very wrong later on, will cost us actual, you know, will threaten us to be in the league. Um, I'm talking a lot right now, so I'm just going to add, put a segue into this so I can right. hear a bit more from yourself on, on these points. But I'll, in terms of a positive, um, I identified three players that I thought were absolutely superb for okay. us. Um, those players were De- um, Musa Ali, um, Prichistal, and Andra Pachlopnik. Nice to see Prichistal start. He hasn't had a lot of chances this season, so no, that was nice. I thought he was excellent. Yeah. Uh, Pachlop, uh, very good, uh, gets his first goal of the season. What a lovely finish Lovely that finish, is. we'll come to that in a second. And uh, yeah, Ali doing his regular, you know, doing 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 Ali things. It's really hard to he's it, like if you are you know if you're a, a a proper you know stopper sort of defender with your back always to your goal, he is an absolute nightmare. You'd be shitting against, yourself, wouldn't you? Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so quick summing up of the game. Um, <laughs> after my after my <laughs> extended rant, <laughs> um, cross from Kratal on the right. There's no one near him. Uh, brings a mighty save out of Berkovet, so you can only parry it back to the stooping, on-rushing Andres Mrzli, mm-hmm. who heads home. That's on like eight minutes. 
I think. Yeah, failing to pick up players on the back post and giving them a header. Yeah, failing to pick up players and also failing to stop a cross. There's no one within 10 yards of Hwata yeah. uh, when he puts the ball in. A uh, couple of half chances for both teams before the ball goes wide to Granetchny on the left. Nice ball to Granetchny, who actually cuts a perfect ball yeah. back to it's a great to ball. the little butcher, who does his one-touch poke home yeah. thing. Classic, classic. Yeah. Um, Classics were off move this season, actually. Yeah. Out wide, cut back, Resny check, woof. There you go. <laughs> yeah, one good save from each keeper later. It looks like we're going in 1-1 until uh, Radim Breiter has a shot that deflects off a, a sort of sort of foot out Stjerba and loops yeah. over Berkey. And that and that's bad luck. Like that's a like it's a rough goal to concede. Yes. I would say. It's a rough goal to concede. And then I looked back at it, like the finish. Yeah, it's a bad goal to concede from this from that perspective. Yeah. Um looking at it as well is that uh, I see what happens is that um Radin Breiter picks up the ball or gets the ball given to him Unmarked. half a yard from the edge of the box with nobody anywhere near him and then totally skinning Dennis Granitchny. Um before again, obviously, you know, unluckily, you know, there's a deflection and I think otherwise it's saved. Yeah. Um shouldn't have been a shot in the first place. Shouldn't have been a shot in the first place. No. Anyway, so we go in two one down and then Sigma have everyone defending at the start of the second half. Absolutely yeah. packed the box. Yeah. Um a lucky deflection from a having across sets up Pachlopnik who mm-hmm. Takes a touch to set it and slams a volley home yeah. into the near post from about 12 yards. It's a lovely finish. Bangs it. Yeah, you look like nine times out of ten that side netting as well, doesn't it? I yeah. think Fraser was just sort of like giving me that ooh sort of look when it goes in as if, oh, I just hit the side netting. and not, It was like yeah. some people didn't realise it was a goal. Lovely. It's, love to ha- it's lovely to having him slowly coming back up to speed as well. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's like when we had Jan Haviter on the podcast about two years ago where he was saying just like... That's just pa- Paklotnik. Like, he's just... He's full of confidence. He will stroll around, yeah. like... You know, like, everything is water off a duck's back. But he's got so yeah. much confidence yeah. and in he, himself. He doesn't care about anything else in football. I think that's also what Jan said on the on the podcast. Yeah, if you haven't heard that, I really do um, encourage you to go back and, and, and listen to it. Yeah. Not out of any sort of narcissism, but... Um, yeah, it it's gives, a really it, nice a, chat. And it's a really fascinating discussion into what it's like to be a professional footballer mm. at this sort of level. yeah. So it's 2-2 and we're looking really threatening until on 77 minutes, Philip Zorvan bangs a hopeful cross into absolutely no one except Navratil. However, Endel misses it. Rabin is too slow getting back and it goes right through Martin Berkebets. It's a... (laughs) And like, it's so against the run of play that we we almost didn't even notice it. We barely noticed they'd come down our end and then it was just punk in... Navratil, and then it just it scuds through, and that's it. It's like, just so bad. Like how how can I mean I, I hate to just be be this guy that's just going in for Endel at this point, but how can someone so young and actually you know he pays attention to training. He is you know he's a quite fit player or whatever. How is he always two yards behind in these sorts of cases? It's oh. just becoming incredibly frustrating, and and it's because he doesn't know his positioning, and he doesn't know his positioning yeah. within this sort of system. Yeah, I think. The reason he looked very good the last time we were up when he was thrown in in the second half of the season is because he had one job and it was be large and head it. But now we're trying to play slightly more progressive yeah. uh, football. He's yeah. just be, he's just been caught out of position by and also by frankly a lot better centre forwards. Yeah, you know he's just been caught out time and again by people who are who who've got half a yard on him, who 
can you know kind of you know give him the willies yeah. in a way yeah. and just and just you know freak him out and make him make mistakes. So. And yeah, and you and you made this point towards the end of the season as well. That yes, I mean we did eventually run away with that second tier title. We ran away with a second tier title in probably in the last few years one of the poorest leagues that that's mm. been. So really, it's you know being able to sort of cut about in that sort of area just sort of hanging you know out on the box is absolutely fine when you are playing against Barnsdorf. Barnsdorf. yeah that's what it springs to mind but when you're actually you're having players and you're having players that are getting drilled into basically how to react against specific players on a specific week mm. it's just not going to work and just on that point of progressive football as well the one that actually sort of annoys me probably the most and I'm going to say this even though he obviously came up with a really great assist is Dennis Grunechny because Dennis Grunechny doesn't want to be a left back. He wants to be a winger. He wants to be a winger. And we have that position more than adequately covered with, you know... Matty off and... Yes, with the, with the place oh, that we oh, have. Oh, sorry, with the, the, the wing, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we yeah, have that yeah. Entire, so what we actually need, if we're going to play a system like this, is we need people to come in and actually be there and defend. Mm. And, okay... Like Matty off. Yeah, and... <laughs> One, it's like I mean a broken clock is right twice a day right so every so often Gretchen will come up and I think he's got two assists now this season two assists and a goal where he has done the thing of putting a good ball in and you know should get plaudits for that the amount of time that he bombs up and loses the ball or bombs up and just like there was at one point um, I think it was in the 25th minute or whatever where he just passes the ball into clear space with nobody running on no communication and it just goes out for a throw he does this quite a lot um he should. We should let him realize his dream, basically, and allow him to be a winger. For in a, the second division. Well, I was going to say <laughs> for a team like Zlin, who yeah. would take him in a heartbeat. But we don't need. We need defenders at this point, and he's not actually coming up with the, you know, w- with that part of his game yeah. to any level. I'm confident with. Yeah. Um, anyway, just to just to finish that off, we are now three two down. Endel nearly makes up for it. He's, yeah. He has a header from a corner that sort of sort of zips wide of the mm-hmm. of the far yeah. post, and then Ali has a penalty shout turned down on ninety two. Yeah, this is interesting actually. Yeah, it wasn't um, the big the. I mean, there was furor at the time, wasn't there? Because there was about <laughs> why was. Yeah. why has it not even been reviewed mm. by VAR? Um, what are your thoughts on this incident? I think it at least needed to go to VAR. I mean, if if the Jan Havitzer incident against Che Bay went to VAR, yeah. then this absolutely should go. But yeah. it felt like an absolute cop-out because there were 30 seconds to go. We were on 92 plus 30, I think, yeah. in three minutes. It felt like a cop-out. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bang the conspiracy drum. I don't think there is one. Yeah. But it just it felt a little bit like Ah, just could be bothered I in a way. F- yeah, I felt at the time, and keep in mind where we stand in the stadium is actually probably the furthest away from where this incident took place. But I, at the time, and, and obviously emotion takes the the um, the better of you. But I mean, I was wanting you know to go to VAR because at that time I was convinced that was a penalty. On reflection, when you look at it, it's. It depends when you follow this sort of thing, right? Because there is contact. There is contact with Ali's shoulder. There is a defender's hand on his shoulder. He, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here. He falls. He falls 
in a really strange sort of way. Thing is, it's I not exactly a dive looking for it, but it's also not a thing is not I a penalty thing. You know what I mean? It's like I think so in, close. In situations like this, um, Ali is his own worst enemy in the fact that he's so small. Yeah, and refs just think he made a glass. Or, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, you know, a sort of vague gust of wind and knock him over. Yeah. So I think that plays against him slightly but uh, either way that's how it finished it's 3-2 and by the way you get a lot of residue in the bottom of this beer glass by the oh, way oh do you yeah you really like, like a smoothie there you go touch yeah. for the very first time. time but yeah I mean I think overall basically and it puts a sour note to what has um, at times been a first half of a season which I think has been quite positive for Sporyovka but let's let's keep it real as well uh, we are I think we're in the top four or five for goals scored this season we are in the bottom, bottom three, three for goals conceded, and never, never a dull moment at yeah. the the Adex Invest Arena. This is it. You, we are going to burn out our front line because they keep having to cover for a shit defence. Yeah. So big stuff's going to be needed. I think we're going to go into this in a lot more detail in the next um, podcast. So we I'll leave it will. there. Yeah. But really, just a just a, a disappointing end, really, to um, to the start of this campaign. Um, I also very want to quickly add that we are playing Teplitz in the cup. Um, yes. next week we'll talk about that possibly this week, no? this week yeah sorry I meant next Saturday or this Saturday yeah um, by the time this goes out actually listener the game may already have been played because I'll be editing this probably on it'll probably be out on Thursday uh-huh. so we may already have played that but yeah, uh, yeah there we go but um, we'll talk about that again in the next podcast I think yeah. just for time Anyway, uh, would you like, listener, to beat me uh, in the second part of the quiz? Yes, you would. The quiz continues. David, you, all right, uh, Sam. You enjoyed the uh, you enjoyed the first part of the quiz. Clearly, that's what you told me. Yeah. Again, so. I'm going to say that you're going to have a chance at this one as well. Like I, I think this one is <laughs> okay. actually okay. Um, going to be a little bit more familiar territory to you. So obviously, based you know, there's a lot of players going to the World Cup. There right? are. So I would like you to tell me, David. More players than normal. An extra three places in each squad. This is true. So was that one of the questions? Who who am I? Oh God. Sam Beaton. Question one. I'm not Sam Beaton. No, I'm not Sam Beaton, David. I'm a midfielder who became the youngest ever first team player for my first club at the age of sixteen years, thirty eight days. Are you Freddie Adu? Very <laughs> good. Very good. My four goals in forty one appearances earned me my high profile move. For some reason, my number 22 shirt was retired in my honour. David, who am I? You're Jude Bellingham. I'm Jude Bellingham, and I am also the reason why your shout for England wasn't correct in the first part of the quiz. Oh, of course he's at Dortmund, isn't he? Because he's the only God player damn you, Jude Bellingham. who doesn't... Uh... You brummy bastard. Right. <laughs> good, so good start. Go on. Yeah, go on. Should we go on to question two? Let's, let's do that. Okay. I mean, you know, traditionally that's the format. Yes, indeed. So, David, who am I? <laughs> Despite attending St. Bede's Roman Catholic High School in Blackburn, I'm playing for a country in their first World Cup since 1986. Your ben Brereton Diaz. 
No. I was Neil Warnock's first signing Ooh. as Cardiff City manager in 2016, where I amassed 184 appearances. I now play for Reading. David, who am I? School in Blackburn. Went to school in Blackburn. Playing for... A country whose... This is their first World Cup appearance since 86. Since 86? Yes. I can add some more details if you would like. Please do. So I I was um, Neil Warnick's first signing as Cardiff City manager, but previously I had also played for Blackburn Rovers and QPR. As an additional bit of information, despite attending... St. Bede's Roman Catholic High School uh, in Blackburn, I had difficulties being able to get my work permit sorted as a footballer. So I was also um, loaned out to Paderborn and um, uh, St. Pauli, I believe. Are you Junior Hoylet? I'm Junior Hoylet. Right. Yes, okay. Shout out St. Bede. (laughs) (laughs) David, (laughs) who am I? Yes, yes, Sam. (laughs) I'm a Premier League footballer Best known as a right-back. I have been capped seven times for my country, with the highlight being my goal in a 2-2 draw with the Netherlands. I used to date Katie McDermott from popular television programme Love Island. David, who am I? Sam, are you Welsh? I'm not Welsh. Are you English? Debatably. Right. Are you Matty Cash? Very well done. I am Matty Cash. So, yes, Poland's Matty Cash. Yeah, indeed. Okay. Two more to go. Or Matty Drobnish, <laughs> as we've already yeah. said, yeah. Mateusz Drobnish. <laughs> Mateusz, yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to it, to seeing him in, the, in all his splendour. <laughs> in his pomp. Pomp. And finery. <laughs> <laughs> Finery. <we>. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, David. It's happened to me. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> You'll get this one. <laughs> you say that. Who am I? I am my country's highest goal scorer through the uh, through the country of my birth. Well, it no longer exists. <laughs> my penalty shootout miss cost my country a Euro 2020 spot. David, who am I? You're the top scorer in your country. Yeah, my country's top goal scorer, but the country of my birth no, no longer, longer exists. exists. Are you European? I am European. Are you Luka Modric? I am not Luka Modric. Am I in the right area? You are in a ballpark, yeah. In the in the Balkan park. Some might say. <laughs> uh, are you Sasha Mitrovic? Yes, very well done, because my penalty... Against Scotland. Against Scotland, yeah. yes. So, yeah, Alexander Mitrovic. Alexander Mitrovic, of course, being born in, technically, what was still Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia, exactly. Though what remained of Yugoslavia, which wasn't much of it, was basically Serbia and Montenegro. Finally, <laughs> perhaps, you know, the relief. David, who am I? <laughs> I'm the second a different old- emphasis there, <laughs> I see. I'm the second oldest player in a World Cup squad at the age of 39 years, 8 months and 25 days. In this World Cup squad, I should say. In this in this roster of World Cup squads, sure, in yeah. the squad of squads, I'm pretty old. Right. 
I've amassed over 250 yellow cards and 12 red cards in my career, um, which has been um, best known for my discipline issues. Who am I? Are you Pepe? I am Pepe. I t- <laughs> it was right. If it was old, you were either going to be Mexican, but the disciplinary records speak for itself. <laughs> yeah. So that was. Oh yes. dear. So well, that mean, was that was. You did very that well. Was mildly that more pleasant than the uh, than the squads yeah. dealy. Anyway, yes, the World Cup is uh, coming up. The Czechs aren't there, obviously. No. Um, Scotland aren't there. Scotland aren't there. England are. Wales are. So that's Iran fun, are. At least Iran are. Iran are. But as we said, we will be back with some other off-season stuff. Probably one before Christmas. Probably one after. Yeah, something I like would that. Say something like that. Something like that, where your usual gag will take an irreverent look at football in the Czech Republic. <laughs> in, indeed. Uh, but yeah, that's it for now. Thank you very much for putting up with this for the first half of the season. We hope you've enjoyed it up to now. Uh, we certainly have. We've had fun. Yes, we? it's been yeah. an interesting season. It's been very refreshing to do a season in the top flight where we're actually coming out of this, not bottom of the league. Yeah, scoring goals, looking at, absolutely buckling our swashes. Scoring right goals, conceding goals. Yeah, absolute, you know. absolute scenes. It's a, you know, if Mahalik was manager, you know. Yeah. Uh, we might not be conceding as many, but either way, no. Let's uh, yeah, let's celebrate all that Sporovka has given us this season, and all uh, that Sporovka has given you, hopefully, listeners. So that will be it. We're going to play you out with some uh, German language Eurovision, and uh, follow us on all socials at Sporovcast, and that will be us. Uh, speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ein Feuer im eisigen Bild, wie eine Puppe, die keiner mehr macht, fühle ich mich an manchen Tag. Dann sehe ich die Wolken, die über uns sind, und höre die Schreie der Vögel im Wind. Ich singe aus Angst vor dem Dunkel mein Lied und hoffe, dass nichts geschieht. Frieden, ein bisschen Sonne für diese Erde, auf der wir wohnen. Ein bisschen Frieden, ein bisschen Freude, ein bisschen Wärme, das wünsche ich mir. Ein bisschen Frieden, ein bisschen Träume und dass die Menschen nicht so oft weinen. Ein bisschen Frieden, ein bisschen Liebe, dass ich die Hoffnung nie Allein bin ich hilflos, ein Vogel im Wind, der spürt, dass der Sturm beginnt. In welche Vrede, in welche Liebe, wo unsere Wehre warum bewohnen? In welche Vrede, in welche Vrede, erobert Roman, dass du egal ein bisschen Frieden, ein bisschen Träumen. Dass die Menschen nicht so oft weinen. Ein bisschen Frieden, ein bisschen Liebe, dass ich die Hoffnung.